Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. We're continuing on with our series of Made for More. Made for More. And tonight's lesson is called Provisions for the Journey. Provisions for the Journey. I appreciate what my wife had to say last week uh, about uh, uh, the importance of planning and goals and all the specifics she talked about. It just dovetailed right into what we're talking about in this series. Amen. And as we come to the close of another year, we, uh, we're on a journey that that continues on, Lord willing, into 2022, and we need provisions for the journey because uh, our ultimate destination in life should be to uh, achieve our full potential in God, and we've got to plan and prepare for what that's going to be. Uh, Luke chapter 14, verse 28 said, For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost whether he has enough to finish it. Amen. We must have provisions for the journey. God has a wonderful plan for all of our lives. And when we consistently seek God and his word for that plan, we will reach our full potential in him. Now, the word potential, it means existing in possibility, yet capable of developing into actuality. It's not what you are now, it's what you can be. Amen. And I like that old song, he saw not what I was, he saw what I could be. Amen. Proverbs 23, 18 said, there is surely a future hope for you and your hope will not be cut off. We have a future hope. We've got a plan from God. We just have to walk in that plan. We just have to follow him. Amen. See, with God, the future is always better than the past. Amen. And we need to think about that. It doesn't matter like, well, the good old days. Don't worry about that. Amen. We still have some best times ahead of us because the future is always, because let me tell you something, nothing is going to beat heaven. Nothing is going to beat heaven. So right there, our ultimate future is better than any of the greatest memories we've ever had and the experiences we've ever had. Life is a journey full of twists and turns, ups and downs, expected and unexpected events, successes and failures. And no matter what happens to us on this journey, our goal should be to grow, be fruitful and to learn. We're never too old to learn. Amen. We're never too old to grow and to, uh, to be fruitful. Now we're not perfect, but we serve a perfect God. Amen. And he helps us through every situation. And from time to time, we all fail. It's human nature, uh, but it's what we do with all f- our failures is what determines how our journey will go. Praise God. Proverbs 24, 16, although a righteous person may fall seven times, he gets up again. Amen. We got to get up again. Never stay down. Your journey's not over, uh, you know, until you stay down. But if you'll get up again, then you continue on. And God can do something with that. Micah 7, verse 8. I love this verse. Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. 
when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Amen. So I will get up and I will get out of uh, this valley of the shadow of death. I will move on with God because he, he has a plan for me. There's a journey and I've got to reach my full potential. Now, John C. Maxwell said this, when you fail, fail forward. What does that mean? That means when you fail, amen, accept and ask for and accept God's forgiveness. Amen. And learn from your mistake and use the knowledge you gained during that failure for to further your growth in God. And that's how you fail forward. Amen. You know, I don't want to go back. I'm going to go forward. Praise God. Now, God does not want us to be bound to our past, but to be freed for our future. Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Amen. And I thank God when we serve the Lord, we don't have to deal with self-condemnation. We don't have to deal with the false condemnation of the enemy, the devil, or anybody else. Amen. When we're walking with God, there's no condemnation. Amen. We make a mistake. We ask for forgiveness. We learn from it and we keep moving on. There's no condemnation. Amen. Because we are on a, we're on a mission. We're on a journey. Praise God. Now, there are five provisions that are vital to the successful journey leading to a uh, full potential in God. Those five uh, provisions are number one, and these aren't in any specific order uh, of importance. Number one, purpose. Number two, hope. Number three, encouragement. Number four, a positive attitude. And number five, determination. Amen. Now, number one is purpose. God has a specific purpose for each of us. And my purpose and your purpose. Now, we all have a general purpose. We want to live for God. We want to make heaven our home. But we have specific callings. We've got specific things. Our circle of influence and the people we uh, interact with are different from other people. Amen. But uh, our purpose is our unique calling in the body of Christ. It's the will of God for our lives. And finding that purpose is key to achieving our full potential. Amen. And when sometimes when you know we come to God and we're trying to figure out, well, God, what do you want me to do? What's my specific purpose uh, you know, in, in the church or in walking with you? And, and what do you want me to do? Amen. You know, sometimes we just need to hit, hit it on daily prayer, searching the scriptures, talking to people about it, you know, people that you can trust and, and leaders and, and be faithful to God's house. Amen. And then when God shows you your purpose, embrace it and allow God to help you fulfill that purpose. Amen. Sometimes, uh, you know, God will show you, well, right now I want you to do this. And some people say, well, you know, I'd like to do what that person is doing, but God wants you to start here. And then you, those that are faithful in a few things, he'll, he'll make you ruler over many things. Amen. Because, because uh, you know, uh, God is the one that promotes. Praise God. Promotion comes from the Lord. Uh, and the second one is hope. The journey we are on is lo a long one. It's not a hundred yard dash. It's, it's more like a marathon. And there will be setbacks and there will be challenges. But one thing we must uh, have from the very beginning is hope. 
Hope will keep you going. Hope will get you through a lot of things. Romans 8.24, you know, says it all right here. For we are saved by hope. Hope is what really helps us keep going. But he said, but hope that is seen is not hope. For when a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But we hope for that we see not. Then we do with patience wait for it. Amen. So hope and faith are very closely related. Now, a famous general in World War I was reported to have said this, there are no hopeless situations. There are only men who have grown hopeless about them. I like that. Amen. And I, don't, I know sometimes we might think, well, this is a hopeless situation. But think about it now. My wife was talking today during lunch about perspective to Renee and I perspective. It's all about perspective. Amen. And so when you have perspective and you understand who God is and that he makes the impossible possible, amen, and all things, uh, amen, that we ask for in his name, it shall be done, then we shouldn't get to the hopelessness uh, of situations. We should hold on to that hope all the way, amen, because our God can do it. And so we get hope so we can give hope. Not only for ourselves, we can give it to others. Hope's one of the greatest gifts you can give somebody else. Because when you're a giver of hope, you help others continue on their journey so that they won't want to give up or give in because you're giving them hope. They're seeing your life. They're seeing what you're going through, and what you're doing to continue on, and it encourages them. And speaking of encouragement, that's our third uh, provision for the journey. Now, David, uh, before he became king, he, uh, he was just such a great man. He had many uh, uh, men that were kind of like rejects from society or, or they just had, you know, rough times and they became known as his mighty men. But, you know, one by one, they came to him because he was a great leader and he, you know, he was an encourager and, and everything. And, uh, and so these men and their families, including David's family, they all uh, were in a little uh, place where they kept the family and they had their possessions, their tents, all of their, uh, you know, their, their livestock and so forth. And David and his men went and they had to, you know, they went on like a little mission or whatever. They had to, you know, go fight somebody or whatever. And while they were gone, they didn't, you know, they, because now the, they didn't have a, you know, a huge you know, group to protect the families and all the stuff. While they were gone, the enemy came and burned down the place, stole all the good stuff, took all the herds, and took all the women and children. So you can imagine when David, they had a great victory. David and his men came, they had a great victory, and they were like, you know, celebrating on the road back and can't wait to tell the family. And as they're approaching the little, the little, uh, you know, uh, area where they all lived, there was smoke coming up. And so their hearts dropped. They came and they saw that everything was gone, all the valuables, all their stuff, all the cattle, all the sheep, all the, the women and children were all gone. And, you know, the, they cried and cried until they couldn't cry anymore. And then some of the men started looking at David and said, you're the one that got us away from here. You didn't protect, you You know, they started like pointing fingers and blame, and they started talking about stoning David. You know, so he, he, was, he was sick too because of what happened and his own family was gone. And so he was in a bad shape. 
Amen. And, but you know what he did? The Bible said in 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, uh, right during that whole thing, but David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Amen. So he had no outside encouragement. Sometimes we have no outside encouragement. Sometimes, we're, we, you know, all around us, it just seems like it's all you know, imploding and falling down. And so he, he just went to the Lord. And right then in that moment, that's where your walk with God, that's where your journey, that's where you, where you are in God's going to help you. That's where, when, because he was a man after God's own heart, it came in handy right about then. And he just lifted himself up by the help of the Lord. He encouraged himself. He said, okay, men, dry your eyes. Get your swords on. Get your shields. We're going after them. And he inquired of the Lord and said, Lord, help us. And they went and they, they found those guys. They, they whooped them. They got their wives and kids back. They got their flocks back. And they got their stuff back. And nobody was hurt. Amen. God will encourage. We need encouragement in the journey because there will be times when things happen that we can't explain or that get us down. We can't always wait for encouragement to come to others. We must learn to encourage ourselves. Amen. In the Lord. Praise God. And one way of doing that is to pray in the spirit. Amen. And to spend quality time in his presence. Amen. Psalm 1611, in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. When we spend time in his presence and his spirit, it brings joy and encouragement. Also, we need to wait on the Lord. Praise God, because sometimes during, even in, in situations like that, we can get anxious. We can, want, we can start panicking. And when you panic, and you're anxious, you don't think straight. You might do something hasty. You might say something you shouldn't have said. Amen. Don't be impulsive during those times. Wait on the Lord because give God time to direct you and to encourage you and to tell you it's going to be okay. Isaiah 40, 31, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The next one is a positive attitude. That's very important. A positive attitude begins with positive thoughts because thoughts turn into words and words turn into actions. We got to have positive attitude. Proverbs 23, 7, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. What kind of thoughts are we allowing our minds to dwell on? Let them be good thoughts. Let them be thoughts of, I'm getting out of this. It came to pass. I am going to be feeling better. I am going to get past this. Uh, my family's going to get better. Amen. We are going to have this financial blessing, whatever that is. Amen. A negative attitude will weigh us down, and we cannot afford to be weighed down on a journey to full potential. Why do we want to carry a backpack around with rocks? You know, we don't want that. We got to, we got to, you know. Offload, praise God. Cast all your care on Him. He cares for you. Positive thinking leads to a positive attitude. Philippians 4.8 is a powerful verse along these lines. Finally, brethren, when he says finally, that means we got to really listen. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good, of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, Think on these things. 
Don't think on, oh boy, it's over and, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. No, think on these things. Encourage yourself in the Lord. It's important that we not only eliminate negative thoughts, but we eliminate negative speech from our lives because our words are powerful. They are. Our words to ourselves are powerful, let alone to other people. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So we got to let, we got to strive to make our words powerfully positive and not negative. Amen. Let's start saying it can happen instead of it won't happen. Amen. Let's start saying, amen, you know, can, instead of saying, can God, question mark, God can, exclamation point. Amen. Let's start saying, I get to, instead of I have to. Let's speak faith instead of doubt. Let's speak hope instead of fear. Amen. I know it's easier said than done, but that's what, that's why we come to Midweek Connect, because we all learn and we try to put it into practice. Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying or lifting up, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. It's important that we forget the past and move on with our lives. The past has a way of negatively impacting our attitude. Amen. And we can't be dragging the past along. We, get it. we need to put it under the blood, learn from it, and move on so that it doesn't affect our, our, our journey to our full potential. Uh, Jack Hayford said, the past is a dead issue, and we can't gain any momentum moving toward tomorrow if we're dragging the past behind us. And uh, very uh, wise words. So failure is not final. Keep your purpose before you, and don't look back. Amen. That was words that, you know, the angel told Lot and his wife, don't look back. Amen. And finally, tonight, our last provision for the journey is determination. Achievement in life is always connected to determination. You know, the Olympic and world records are continually being broken because people are determined to be the best in their uh, expertise or respective sport. There's been records that have stood for decades that somebody said, you know what, it's time, it's about time I, you know, we broke this. And they, and everyone's telling them, you can't break this. You know, this was a fluke. This person, you know, uh, I, I remember that I believe it was Mexico City back in the 60s. Uh, there, the guy that had the record for the long jump, he was from America. And he jumped way longer than anyone's ever jumped. And everybody said, and that thing stood uh, as a record all the way for the next 30 years or so. And everyone said, you know what? That one, uh, that, I, think, I believe his name was Bob Beeman. I can't remember exactly. But, uh, but uh, everyone said, you know what? There's no way you're breaking that record. But you know what? Somebody broke it. Amen. Because they said, I am determined uh, to get, do better than that. So reaching our full potential in God will not be quick or easy, but it will be very rewarding and worth it all. Determination removes restrictions. It removes excuses. It overcomes resistance and helps us stay focused on where we want to go. Because we know change is not always easy and we will experience growing pains. That's normal. But if we, if we remain determined, we will be stronger through it all. Determination is easier to develop in our lives, amen, as if we take it one step at a time. 
You know, uh, like my wife was saying, don't like, t don't go for a goal and say, you know, okay, I'm going to fast, you know, seven days a week, pray 10 hours a day, or, you know, I'm going to lose, you know, a hundred pounds in three days or whatever, you know, that's just going to be disappointing. Amen. But, and, and also, even if you have a goal that seems to be very challenging, you can, don't look at it as, and you put, you put it till the end of the year, the, you know, of next year. Don't look at it. Look, take it one day at a time. Amen. You know, and so uh, progress is measured step by step, uh, moment by moment, and day by day. So if we focus on how far we are from our full potential and how many obstacles seem to be between there, here and there, we will get discouraged and some people even throw in the towel. Don't do that. Just say, you know what, I'm going to chew away at it, chip away at it one day at a time, one prayer at a time, one church service at a time, one experience at a time. So rather we should draw encouragement from the words of an old chorus. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. It's all I'm asking from you. Just give me the strength to do every day what I have to do. Yesterday's gone, sweet Jesus, and tomorrow may never be mine. Lord, help me today. Show me the way one day at a time. I love that one. Amen. So the difference between those that reach your full potential and those that don't have nothing to do with talent, skill, or natural giftedness. Did you know that? Amen. It's all about determination to keep going a little bit longer. Don't stop short. Never give up. Amen. Don't stop praying for that prayer request. Yeah, but pastor, I've been praying for a year and it hasn't happened. You don't know. You might just be one prayer away from an answer. You might just be one day from fulfillment. Don't give up. Go a little bit longer. Never give up. Amen. Don't stop short. And finally, Isaiah 50, verse 7, Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a stone, determined to do His will, and I know that I will not be put to shame. We were all made for more. Amen? What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.